just like these 10 key moments of your life are scheduled and everything else is chaos. You know, it's kind of like, you feel like you have to choose one or the other, that it's either all free will or it's all planned out. Welcome to Conversations with Sarah, a podcast of exploration, vulnerability, and curiosity in which I seek to bring more understanding and compassion to the human experience. Welcome back to the podcast. This is a fun episode because like some of my early episodes, this one is sort of an amalgamation of different conversations, really two conversations, and then some of my own thoughts interspersed. Um, I have been exploring this conversation about fate versus free will, and it's really been (laughs) interestingly like this is a conversation that I I feel like I, I never had really engaged with very much. It kind of seemed silly to try to, you know, philosophize about which one is correct, because obviously we can never know. And, but then the more that I started to interact with it, which, which was primarily because of astrology and, and, you know, I've been learning astrology a little bit and and there's definitely elements of that feel very faded in that. And, um, I heard someone on a, an astrology podcast talk about how this one technique that they learned kind of shook them because it kind of questioned, it made them question their assumptions about free will and it kind of made them very uncomfortable. And I thought that was an interesting reaction just because I feel personally that I have some sense of fate and I kind of lean into a life that feels faded in a way. And I kind of have this like bigger trust of sort of like the universe or God. And a lot of times, you know, I don't feel like I have a lot of choice or, or it's not that I don't feel that I have choice, but, um, I don't feel like I have control over like the outcome of my choices. So in a way that feels faded. And, and so it's, <laughs> it's definitely like a deeper question than I think I realized on the surface. And the more that I talked about it with people, I talked about it with my friend, Sasha, who you'll hear on this podcast and also my friend Deidre who um, I think both of them have been on previous episodes. And then I also talked about it with Melanie Avalon, who was my guest for the last show, but I won't be putting her um, clips of that conversation in this because she, you know, agreed to this one episode. And um, so I'm going to probably mention things from that episode, but I won't, you won't be hearing clips from that conversation here. And I also spoke with one of my uh, really good friends, Jess, about this, because I was kind of going into like this existential spiral about sort of like the entire way I perceive, you know, reality. <laughs> um, and so you won't hear any of that either, but I might reference it at certain points. It's really been 
yeah, definitely like a more deep and profound conversation than I originally thought and brings, you know, a bunch of questions forward, including, you know, like to have this conversation, there's a lot of assumptions that need to be made this like fate versus free will. And you'll hear some of this, um, spoken about later on in the episode, but like some of those things include, you know, have the the economic structure under which we're having this conversation, fate versus free will and, and what, you know, systems, government and, and societal systems are in place. Um, how does that play into this question and the way that we're sort of thinking about and understanding this question? What about, you know, the concept of identity, the I in, in the, in the sense of, you know, I am making free will choices. Who is that I that we're speaking about? Um, it, it brings into question, what is God? What is the universe? How do we perceive about that? What about time? The linear perception of time definitely came up and is sort of, I think, like an integral part of this question of free will versus fate. So <laughs> it's a lot. I'm going to do my best to kind of create coherence around this conversation. I've sort of interspersed the two conversations with, with Sasha and with Deidre together to kind of hope, hopefully a bit thematically sort of make sense and follow some thread. And then I will be coming in to sort of talk about my thoughts um, you know, in between and, and also probably at the end, because it really, <laughs> it really took me into a place that I did not expect to go, I think, and, and has been like a really profound and important conversation for me to be having right now, um, just in my own relationship with my own spirituality, my own reality, and all of that. So first, we're going to be hearing from Sasha you know, we kind of start because I'm kind of, you know, cutting up these conversations, you know, we'll, we'll start in the middle, sort of not the middle of a conversation, but, um, you know, so there's not going to be these like nice little bookends of like introduction and, and outro and, and things like that, just, um, among the clips. So here is sort of like the initial thoughts that, that came up for Sasha and, and our initial conversation around this question. Before this podcast, Sarah asked me to, she said like, hey, think about like different things that have happened in your life and which ones you would attribute to fate and which you would attribute to free will. I'm like, well, that's easy because I attribute all of them to free will. <laughs> like, I don't attribute anything to fate. It's a very easy list to make. I don't even have to think about it. And I have the same reaction where like the idea of things being fate make me, it just makes me uncomfortable. Like I have this resistance to it. So I, you know, I'm a fan of the Sam Harris, like meditation app. Like that's what I use for meditation and I love it. But I know that he, I, I have heard whisperings that he really believe, doesn't believe in free will. Mm -hmm. And just because I know that I don't listen to this podcast. Like I am like just so afraid of him convincing me of fate <laughs> that I don't even like step towards it. And like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I haven't, you know, I guess we're going to dig into it now, yeah. but I just have this deep resistance against fate like I really attribute everything to free will in a way and I've been thinking about that over the last few days yeah now do too. you okay do you have a sense of like what it is that makes you so uncomfortable 
I guess that I'm just like, I don't have any control. The feeling is then like, you don't have control over your own destiny or your life. And you're just kind of like on this roller coaster that's already moving. And I'm just like, fuck, you know, like (laughs) I don't have to like, like I just go in and I just like, no, and you have no control over what's happening, except I guess your attitude. And that just sounds stressful for me. Like all you have (laughs) is like your attitude and and also- I don't know. Like, how do you like motivate yourself to do? I don't know. It's, there's so many thoughts I have about this. Like, how do you motivate yourself to do things where you're like, well, what's going to happen is going to happen. So like, fuck it. And you just like go along for the ride. But at the same time, I almost think if like, you think you're fated to do great things, like having that in the back of your mind will probably help you do great things. I think about this a lot because in my job, I work with a lot of different, like call them like internal clients, peers, whatever it is. And everyone runs their own like mini businesses. And there's like one very successful company in that. And they are very, very Christian. And they really like, you feel that everything that they do, they believe that they have like God, like like pushing them up to do it. And I always look at them. I'm like, God, that sounds amazing. Like (laughs) I, I feel like I wish I had this like feeling of like, I am destined to do this because like I have the power of Christ pushing me forward. (laughs) But I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that feeling. <laughs> I'm just like, I, me and my choices day to day is what I have to like live or die by. Yeah. Okay. I'm like really, I'm really excited because you have the, I somewhat of like the opposite mm-hmm. feeling of me. So I feel like that's really like fun for the conversation. And also I feel like, the, so I feel like I always like with this question was always like, fate or free will. And I was always like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like we can never know like why even think about it in a way. But then I was thinking, you know, as I've been, you know, pondering this, like it feels like maybe certain life circumstances. Like, I wonder if like the life circumstances of people influences how they relate to this question and then I wonder if how they relate to this question like really influences like the choices that they make kind of like what you said about well how do you motivate yourself if you don't believe that you have choice and like I think I think for me so I feel like I feel the opposite I feel like everything is fate (laughs) but interesting you mentioned attitude because I was also thinking about that and I was like well what if everything is fate but it is our attitude that is are up to us and we can somewhat up to us <laughs> at least. Um, and that's something that we do have influence and can change like our experience and like the way that we're relating to our circumstances. Um, so it's not like, so I feel like that is like a big thing. It's like our attitude. Um, and then, but yeah, so the reason I was kind of thinking about it was like, I think back to my life and I feel like I went through a lot of like big changes that I had no control over when I was a kid. So I feel like that maybe like those things made me feel like fate controlled more. Cause it was just like things where I just had no control. And then I feel mm. like throughout my life, pretty much every like big thing that I can think of that's been sort of like a key turning point. So that would be like what I'm considering key turning points would be like meeting a certain person, um, something happening with a job, either getting a job or losing a job that was like important. Um, Going to a certain school or having like, I don't know, there's certain like turning points that feel really big moving somewhere 
that feel like, I don't know, like, I'm like, is that fate? Or is that like, did I really choose that? Like, how much control did I really have over that situation? So I want to get into kind of like specifics. It gets in this like hairy area, right? Where you're like moving somewhere. Was that fate or free will? And then you think, well, it's obviously free will because I chose to do it. But I remember I did this exercise back in college that came from a book that was basically, you're supposed to sit down and like, be like, okay, like right now I am sitting here Mm -hmm. talking to you. And then you're supposed to be like, why am I sitting here? You're supposed to keep going back and back and back and just write down like every little thing. Okay. It's like, what got you here? (laughs) To be like, I'm sitting here because like, I'm talking to my friend, Sarah. And it's like, well, I'm talking to my friend, Sarah, because like, I met her here. But it's like, I met her there because of this. And that, that mm-hmm. happened because of that. And you keep doing that for 10 minutes. And then you probably mm-hmm. just have this out of body experience <laughs> that like, you have no control over yeah. what you're doing. And I guess like, God, I feel like maybe what I really believe in sort of fate and free will is it's like not fate, but we're just like, almost like trapped in this already like started forward moving Mm. motion of like other people's decisions because like we don't have free will completely because no matter what we're impacted by the decisions and experiences of so many other people too that collide right like ours everything that came before us and everything that's like currently happening Mm -hmm. so this is almost exactly what Deidre says who and Deidre actually came in saying that she doesn't believe in free will. So it's interesting because they're kind of saying opposite things. But Deidre came in and one of the first things she said was that she believes that it's all just a dominoes effect. I look, I open, I open myself up to the universe in a humble, deep bow of I don't fucking know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. From my human brain. What I deduce is one thing leads to another thing, leads to another thing, leads to another thing. We're fucking dominoes, right? Yeah, sure. We're dominoes of experiences. Sure. And so there, it, this, it, it's also a definitions thing. Like, we really have to, like, define what free will is. We have to define what a choice is. We have to define what, like, influence on choice means, you know, like. Some people think, okay, free will is I, in my brain, make the decisions. And I'm like, yeah, but like, where are you making those decisions from? From what place are you making those decisions? Like, the way that you were raised? So that has certainly an influence. And then whose choice is it? Okay, meaning like, even if you are making choices the choices that you make are sort of like predetermined by your conditioning. I wouldn't say predetermined. I wouldn't even say predetermined because it's not like, it's just, it leads to like predetermined kind of gets into this idea of fate. And I don't think that there's like some overarching plan or scheme or God controlling. (laughs) I think it's just like this bare bone physics of, you know, this action leads to that action, leads to that action, leads to that action. Okay, so you don't believe in fate or free will. Right. (laughs) This concept of the dominoes really takes out agency from us. And so this is, this is like another big question. You know, I think this is, gets to sort of the crux of why this question 
has become sort of important to me because it really gets at that question of like, what agency do we have, if any? How much do we have? What does that look like? <laughs> um, you know, that affects our our ability and our perception about our ability to, to affect change in our personal lives, but also in the greater, you know, society and world. There's something that feels like we like we want to have creative control or we want to have a creative input in, you know, <laughs> living our lives. We want to feel like, you know, whether that's with our actions or with just our intentions, there's something that feels inherently creative about being human. And I think this Domino's idea kind of removes that. And it's interesting because these are two people who kind of maybe are more excited about the idea of free choice than I am. I, I, I don't love the idea of free choice, um, as you'll see later in, in the conversations, but my experience of, or my perception of like what I feel fate to be doesn't necessarily feel like dominoes. It, it more feels like certain things are... <laughs> sort of meant to be certain, certain meetings are meant to happen or certain relationships are meant to come together or there, or, or a certain timing is, is seems to be governed outside of my own particular agency or control. So that's how I perceive this kind of like more fate thing, not really as like dominoes of like one thing happens that leads to the next. There's, there seems to be it feels like that. It feels like it's missing an element to me. I don't really know how to explain it. But anyway, back to Sasha. I'm trying to bring the conversation more to, you know, examples. So, so we can kind of like talk about how we're experiencing this in our own lives. Just back. So like, take it back to like being born. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously we don't have a choice or I mean, I guess in a mystical sense, some people would say like, oh, we do like choose our family or whatever. But like, we sort of don't really have a choice of like who our parents are, first of all. Mm -hmm. I think about you like coming to America, <laughs> like obviously you didn't have control over that. That was like put upon you. And obviously you have like a completely different life growing up here than you would have growing up in Russia. For me, I think of like my parents' divorce you have like no control as a kid. You know, when you said that, I was like, oh, holy shit. Like you have no control over anything when you're a kid. Like everything, I guess, is fate in a way when you're like under the age of 10, you're just kind of like, and I never thought of that, but like, I guess like I did not have free will then. Cause like it didn't really, I couldn't exercise it. Even if I well, we do have to. some, right. It's like, I don't know. And this conversation I feel like gets, you know, tricky because it's like, well, to what minutia are we talking about like am I talking about getting up and like going to the other room or am I talking about like a divorce or moving from Russia <laughs> like those are obviously or like these like, key moments in right. your life which is kind of what you're saying with astrology is that I'll say like on this day you have something happen to you that changes your life on this mm -hmm. day you meet a human that impacts your life mm -hmm. and if that's true like how do we know like you know it seems weird that it's like 50 50 that like just like these 10 key moments of your life are scheduled and everything else is chaos. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, you feel like you have to choose one or the other, that it's either all free will or it's all planned out. It's not like, you know, yeah. some ultimate like 
creator some ultimate systems like okay we're, we're gonna give them like 25 percent autonomy <laughs> like yeah totally 75 percent I guess the way that I do relate to it is I feel like it's like 90 percent fate and like 10 percent free will but how do you like <laughs> it sounds so dramatic but like how do you like decide what to do next if you feel like it's all fate like how do you just like wake up and like do something well I mean I think exactly. that's I think that's something that I struggle with. And I think like for me as like a maybe more fate oriented person, I think it provides me both with like hope and trust and um, anxiety. (laughs) And it's like, you know, because I do have this like where I'm like, it's not like I feel like, oh, I just have to sit here on the couch until like something happens to me. But yeah, I think sometimes it is hard. Like, I feel like probably my ambition is a lot lower than it like would be otherwise or than it used to be. But I also feel like I'm less likely to like try to control everything sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some, some, in some circumstances, yeah, I'm definitely still in like these control patterns. I think my other thing with faith that I really struggle with is like, I have a great life. Like I have a good life. I like have, you know, like I have all that, but I just like bringing like any kind of social justice into Mm -hmm. it. There's like, I can't, you know, like it's like, so people that just have like shitty lives, that's just like fate gives that to them. And that's just like what they have. Mm -hmm. That's just what they get. You know, that's kind of what I struggle with is like, how does that like tie in if it's like fate? Even which is kind of like, it's a caste system, you know, when you think about India where it's like, you are born into this because that's where you're supposed to be. And like, how do you like, like, how does that fit together? But I guess my question would be like, how does free will fit into that? Because obviously some people are able to find their way out of a bad situation and some people are not able to. And, you know, I think chalking it up to like, free will and just being like, well, like, or like an individualist free will, Mm -hmm. meaning like, oh, well, why don't you just make a different decision? Like, that's not really like always possible. And I guess that's my, you know, you're saying, oh, I'm afraid of fate. And I feel like I have like a bit of fear with free will because I'm so afraid of making the wrong decision and like to be like, oh my gosh, I'm responsible for everything. And like, everything is just in my hands, like Mm -hmm. makes me feel really like just afraid of like, yeah, like afraid of choosing the wrong thing or afraid I'm not doing enough or afraid I'm doing the wrong thing or yeah, um, whatever. Whereas like fate kind of makes me go like, okay, do your best and you know, whatever success comes from this or whatever, you know, I don't know, just like whatever comes from this is not up to my own control. You know, my general belief is like, I hear, I guess for me, is that like, you make your own luck mm-hmm. and you make your own like fate and it is the work they put it. Not to say that everyone that works their asses off will actually get there necessarily. Mm-hmm. There's people that can probably do both. So there's like some luck. I mm-hmm. guess I, I believe in luck and then hard work. Interesting. Okay. Is the basis of it. And like, I guess I was thinking about like how, for example, in the United States, we've treated black and brown people over the years. I feel like that is just like a joint freedom of choice that people just like sometimes treat you treat other people like shit but it's not like fate it's like you know it's just like a cumulative amount of like 
free will making decisions that are awful and impacting other people necessarily. I don't know. Like that's where, that's where I really struggle with fate. Cause I'm like, how does like, how do these sorts of things get better? Right. Without, I, you know, like, I, I feel like that, yeah. that's where you hit that fine line of being like, well, this is just like the way the world's supposed to be. And you're like, what? And then like one day yeah. it will change in like 50 years, it will switch and all be better. <laughs> well, I guess I feel like, can this conversation be applied to, this is something I've been thinking about in general. Can can things that we think of as like maybe individual things like that are applied to the individual person, can those also be applied to systems and social groups? Like, I'm not sure about that. And I think maybe that's like part of where we've like kind of gone wrong in our thinking. Cause I think a lot of people who are like more psychologically focused and more like individually focused try to apply those things to sociology or like to groups and cultures and like I'm not sure that they Mm -hmm. totally translate and like maybe same other way um so I'm not sure like can that question be applied to groups or can it only really be applied to the individual and like can it also only be you know applied to you because you're the only one that knows like your own experience like I, I feel like it's maybe something this is obviously just like a theory I guess it's all just theory, but like maybe it's only something about yeah, something that can only be understood, you know, thinking to your own life and to your own experience, really. Yeah. I also I think with like you kind of mentioned this, but like believing in just like that everything is purely based on free will, it is paralyzing because I think it makes every decision seem enormous mm-hmm. you know like it's like every decision like should I get coffee here or here <laughs> yeah totally like you know like it's it's like the butterfly effect like it's going to change the entire course of my life yeah like, totally you know, it makes everything seem like so weighted like if only I had gone like over there and so I feel like I understand why that's also like so paralyzing yeah because you're like if I control everything like I can't I'm just gonna make like some fucked like wrong decisions over and over <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, okay. Think about even like with like us, like us meeting, we didn't want to meet each other. Like that was like not intentional. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like what brought us even in the same space, like social space to me, I'm like, well, that was kind of fate. But then I guess it's also when you look at it like that, you're kind of looking backwards and saying like, well, we feel that we're like meant to be together. So we look at what led up to that rather than looking at like, well, everything's just random and we, you know, made whatever choices we made. And like, we happened to like meet each other and then we happened to like enjoy each other's company and get along and then like stay friends for 18 years. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like looking at it more of um, in like a moment to moment thing rather than looking at it in retrospect. So maybe there's an element that there too. Okay. We touched on a few things here and they all sort of relate to like, what is fate and like, what does that mean? And, you know, Sasha brought up the social justice stuff and how people are treated with inequality within societies. And like, how could that be fate? how is that not just free will and and I think this really kind of gets down to like what it like like what does fate mean and like the way that Sasha was talking about it almost sounded like it's fixed whereas like I feel that fate is not 
like fixed. It's not an endpoint. It's something that's continually moving. And in a way, it's like, well, we are born into certain certain circumstances or or we're given certain opportunities and and like sort of the circumstantial opportunities that are provided to us are whether or not we want to call it fate, they're outside of our control. They're, they're not within, you know, our, our own free will generally. Sometimes, of course, we can, you know, make choices that, you know, put us into different situations or put us into different circumstances. Uh, that's definitely possible. It's possible for some people, at least. Um, I personally think that a lot of that has to do with connections that we have again which feel faded <laughs> um or personality traits that we have which again to me feel sort of faded feel sort of outside our control so I just have a hard time like anytime I think about you know free choice there there seems to be so many other factors that are outside of my control that allow that choice to be made, I guess is the best way to put it. So, so, and I, and I, it feels like there's like this individualistic, like capitalistic sense when we talk about free will, where it's like, I have the power to do this and I can make these different choices. And we know that that's like, not really true because we do all exist in societal systems that make certain things easier for certain people based on privileges that they have. So I don't know, it's a complicated situation to bring social justice into it and, and I and to bring like society into it. I don't really know how to talk about this question outside of just like a personal experience. Um, but it also brings up, you know, what is, how do we relate to fate? How do we create meaning? Because I think a lot of if we talk about things in terms of fate, we are creating meaning out of things that have happened, which is kind of like what I was trying to allude to with talking about, you know, me and Sasha meeting and like that to me feels faded, but that's because like I've created meaning out of our relationship. So <laughs> it is so like, I think just throughout this whole conversation and thinking about all of these sort of like detailed ways in which we all think about this question, you know, brings up so many other things about just the way that we like experience and engage in life. So anyway, talking about what is fate, here is Deidre. Okay, so the, the other definition of like fate, like what do we consider fate? Fate to me, when people talk about like, oh, it was fated to happen, or it was meant to happen, it, that feels a little too ethereal. That feels a little too like, uh, there's there's some magical strings being pulled and, and I don't think that that is what's happening here like an external force I mean there's all kinds of external forces I just don't think that there is like some omnipotent force Yeah, I mean, this is really getting into like, <laughs> what is the universe? Like, what is yeah. God and like, what is the universe? And like, so it's like, there does seem to be, I guess, if we 
think about it in this terms, there does seem to be order to like what often feels like chaos. Like what feels like chaos in the moment, like in my experience, often has order in retrospect. And maybe that's just like my own brain, like finding patterns, but mm-hmm. like there are certain things that happen sometimes that feel very like, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this kind of gets into creation too. Like, are we like, how does creation work? And like, how does, you know, for example, like the law of attraction work versus fate I don't know yeah like is it something that we're creating moment to moment or is it something that sort of was like already created somehow or like because right like this question kind of gets in which I didn't really talk about with Sasha my other friend who um, I had this conversation with like we didn't really talk about like that time is like inherent like our like the linear perception this question wouldn't really make sense without the linear perception of time it's it's such a human bound thing because we're two humans having this conversation um and and time plays such a big role in it i was saying like if we zoomed out and we could see past and future it would just look like dominoes like if we could see all of the things happening it would just look like dominoes we wouldn't see the fracture of like but i could have chosen this or i could have chosen that it would we would just see a timeline right well, and so from that assuming that time is linear still though right well but to humans it is right so we can only see it that way right the the other thing that you said that i thought was interesting was you were saying we were talking you were talking about um the the idea that there's like this maybe um maybe overseeing energy or something like that correct me if i'm wrong and from your things that you have experienced and things other people have experienced and that can also be considered confirmation bias you know it can be oh this is what i see because this is my perspective and that's what that's what i think law of attraction really is which i think is wonderful because Where it's like you're thinking you can- Oh, I, oh, oh, like I'm looking for a red car and then you start seeing red cars everywhere type of right. thing. Okay. Right. Right. And I think that's what law of attraction is. Like, wh- what are you tuning your mind to? What are you paying attention to? And, you know, from that perspective and, and bringing back uh, free will choice uh, and determinism, if you are taught about this concept and you apply it I mean if you're taught about this uh, this concept and you can apply it then you have the experiences right and so it's like that kind of to me is dominoes also Mm -hmm. and and we can talk about like well you can have the choice to apply it or not apply it but even that stems from something why what is making the choice well it sort of doesn't matter I guess if you do choose like one would just be like maybe a more conscious way of living one would be more like just um it would be like dominoes recognizing dominoes or dominoes not recognizing (laughs) dominoes kind of like it doesn't really change like the actual outcome necessarily like you're still, you're yeah. always, for example, like with law of attraction, you're always attract, you don't have to know about the law of attraction to use the law of attraction. The law of attraction just is, 
right happening and you can like right. consciously sort of utilize that knowledge or not if there's like and but that also <laughs> it's such an interesting conversation because um because we're having it um <laughs> <laughs> and everything we say is interesting <laughs> it's interesting <laughs> To be a fly on the wall. Um, <laughs> if only I could be a fly on the wall of my own conversation that I'm having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would just be wrapped attention. Um, no, if I was a fly on the wall of this conversation, I'd be like, but I think, <laughs> but go away. Um, but like, it's, I think it's such a hard conversation to have because. Also, I don't know. And I think that there is a usefulness evolutionarily to allow the beings, humans, to think that they do have free will, to think that there is a choice in things. You know, like ants don't have that awareness Mm -hmm. and they just go and do their work. But But they're still making choices, don't you think? No. I think they're like, (laughs) no, I think they're like neurons. I think they're just like, like, you know, hive, hive mind. Okay. But what about something like a dog, like who maybe has a little bit more consciousness than an ant? Like, do you think a dog makes a choice? Cause sometimes it seems like a dog will, you know, could follow the ball or not follow the ball. I think that's just the same thing as an ant or. But, but it's like, what what is the thing that inspired the following of the ball is there an instinctual thing happening there where it's like oh chase or is it like i'm tired and then what's the and how does that fit into like choice versus the dog got tired because i ran the dog around the block so whose choice was it so like the choice so like i feel like that so choice is like a like a almost like a physiological mechanism well like it's almost like well are you tired it's just are you tired are you hungry like do you have to pee did did mom um uh make you feel bad about your weight and so you don't pick up the donut right so it's like whose choice is it to not eat the donut is it mom's is it her mother's? Is it the ancestral trauma of like shame about weight? Like, right. But there's like that, like, okay. There's different reactions that anyone can have to like different stimulus. So like the mom could shame the daughter and then the daughter could react to that by eating and not eating developing an eating disorder (laughs) going for a run all of them are reactions too but that's what I mean it's like every everything is a reaction to the thing that was previous right and so like the big bang happens and then that 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 and then 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 evolution and humans and then Deirdre is born and she lives her whole life and every single thing has led me to this exact place. And so it's like, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. It's like kind of a moot conversation. It makes no sense to have. It's like, I, I couldn't have done it because I didn't do it any differently. Right. I did it exactly the way that I did it. 
and, and and I also realized the irony of me, a mindset and personal development coach, having this conversation. Me, the person who encourages people to take agency and make choices in their life, having this conversation. But I, I think that I am just another piece of the dominoes. And like the, these actions that I am doing are helping to send the dominoes of the other lives that I'm helping them to take agency, <laughs> take agency, quote unquote, even though it's like, you know, if they didn't, if they didn't find me, if they didn't work with me, if they didn't start thinking about the world in a different perspective, would they get onto that path? No, but like, what's the free will of making the decision, making the decision, quote unquote, I need, I need help with something. So like, but you're kind of, so you're kind of introducing yourself in your work as like a coach. It's almost like you're another force within the dominoes where it's like their dominoes was maybe like going this way, this way, this way. Then they encounter you and you're like applying a kind of a different force, which then makes their dominoes maybe go in another direction, but it's still following the natural momentum. It's just like, now there's, um, what are are these called like vectors or something? (laughs) Like I'm thinking of like math class. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like a, like an angle. (laughs) Yeah. Like a vector sounds right. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry. I have to look up the word vector. To be a fly on the wall. It's vector. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I continue on the path that feels like the right path to continue on. In my mind, it feels like free will. It feels like I'm making choices every day. I don't think that I'm not making choices. I think that I am, but I also don't think that, you know, it's it's the definition of like who's really making the choice. I'm making the I'm what make quote unquote making the choice based on all of the experiences I have had. And from that place we can begin to like infuse deep compassion for our past selves, for all of the choices that we've made in the past, because it's like, well, I couldn't have made any other choice because of the experience that I've been having here on this planet. It led to each of the experiences that I've had and continues to. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely like, I'm on board with that, I think. And I was just thinking back to kind of like that domino thing where it's like someone is maybe like on a certain path and then they encounter you there's like also sort of an element of like, well, with all of the dominoes that were in place, them meeting you at that time was also sort of like inevitable because that's like where the intersection where it is. happened. Like there was there was no right. other. There were no other dominoes around right. to hit because because the dominoes don't have a choice of who to hit. The dominoes right. just fall, you know? So it's like, there's always like paths and then they just like intersect. (laughs) But like that to me, like feels like fate. I mean, I don't like, I guess like then, you know, we've talked a lot about like what is free will, but like also like what is fate? And we sort of established that you don't think it's like some omnipotent being outside of (laughs) earth that's like playing with us like puppets. I also don't think that any of this is, really predictive like I don't think that I could I mean I guess if I don't think my human brain could do it but maybe a computer brain that we build <laughs> together can do it could do what 
predict. Could predict. Yeah, could like line up all of the things that is going to happen in Johnny's life and then be like, he's going to be a lawyer, you know? <laughs> but like, how would we know? You know, it's. Wait, so, okay, hold on. So, fate. To me, I'm like, okay, if there are all these dominoes and they're just going, like say it started at the Big Bang, then whatever was going to happen in the future, like to me, I'm like, that is predestined. Like if there is no choice and it's just dominoes and say like there were, (laughs) say there were a bunch of lines of dominoes curving this way and that. And the Big Bang was like someone, okay, now we're like flicking all clicking the dominoes <laughs> like let's go right. yeah. um and then time and time and time and time goes like if we're using that metaphor then yeah like we might not be able to like predict exactly where that goes because it's like so complicated but you could predict where it goes like you could I guess that's what mm. you're saying like if you had a Get computer, computer like yeah. like the dominoes are lined up if you in could such zoom a way out, like we yeah said, yeah if you could zoom out and see all past and all the future, then you could see the things that, you know, the timeline, right? I think for me, the idea of fate and this concept of predestined implies some overarching meaning, power, purpose. Whereas I don't think that that's like exists. Accurate, yeah. I feel like neither of these options make me feel like comforted (laughs) necessarily. Yeah. You know, neither one of them brings me this like, wow, like comfort about the way, but I believe, I guess, I don't know. I guess fate would probably make me feel more comforted. And I think what you could have is you have this more trust in like the universe is like cradling you Mm -hmm. in the world. It's like, you know, like fate is like, you know, that like, it's going to be good and okay. And I'm like, no, I don't know what's going to happen. I got to have free will in case. Yeah. Do you, okay. Like what are some of the things like key moments in your life that you were thinking of that you were like, okay, this is choice. It's honestly like everything, except I guess everything I had to do as a child, because I had no control (laughs) over everything, like anything I had, but ever since I became, you know, I think you become at some point, you kind of start realizing what's happening in the world around you and you make choices and it's everything. It's from like the choices I made to every single class I took through high school and college to like what jobs I have, to what friends I have, to the relationships I have, to my dog. Like I chose her in my mind. Like I chose <laughs> to have her here with me. I guess I feel like they're all choices. And then, you know, if some like, and if some things didn't work out, I just then like have to live or die by those choices. So I can like look back at something and be like, this happened, I didn't like it, but then I'll go, well, but I made that choice. So, okay. So maybe that's what make it brings me comfort that like I have this, I feel like I chose it. So even if it didn't go the way I wanted to, it's my consequences that I created hmm. instead. Yeah. And that maybe brings me, I don't know if it brings me comfort. Cause it's not always a good feeling, honestly, to be like, I, you know, am now in this situation. I'm not happy by my choices and it probably, it's hard to live that way too, but that's just how I decided to live, I guess. Maybe one of the reasons too, I believe so strongly in a free world just probably comes from how I came here. And like, I came with parents that came to the United States from Russia in the early nineties and I was three and they like, came, like 
they came here, they had no money, they started their own business, they just figured stuff out. And I think just growing up with that, mm-hmm. it's the story that you're taught through the family is, hey, you you just make, you know, life is what you make of it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was, that was a story that I was given. So it's yeah. also deeply entrenched in me, purely based off of this. And um, neither of my parents are spiritual or religious in any way. My mm-hmm. dad is a pure, pure atheist. My mom is, I don't really know what, but she doesn't like talk about <laughs> anything. And so they do have this kind of like, I'd even call it Russian in a way, but kind of, it's just like, it's the cold, hard world. And then we just like have to fight against it. And we like, yeah, right now we're all, like, right now we're up. Sometimes we're down. Like totally. it's just like, it's a very like free will focused way of living. Right. But even that doesn't take into consideration the systems that are in place. Like that doesn't take into consideration the fact that they are white and they're living mm-hmm. in like a white centered, you know, country. So it's like, what, privileges are afforded to them that really are more fated rather than like free will. And they Mm -hmm. obviously have made the choices that they've made, like within that, those circumstances. Um, but I don't know, like, I feel like now the more we're talking about it, the more I'm like, yeah, maybe it is a stupid conversation. (laughs) You can never like get to the bottom of. No, it's not. I just thought of it as like a video game where it's like, there's like a world that's already existing and there's things happening. And I'm just like, like running. (laughs) I guess like, here's the other thing is like, I feel like my choices are faded. Does that make sense? Like, so it's not that I, so I, I feel like I do have the experience of choice where I'm like this or that, but I feel like what I choose is faded in a way. Like, and I feel like I have I'll just like give you some examples. So the most recent example that comes to mind is like moving to North Carolina. So like, obviously, and I think it's interesting because a lot of people are like, wow, I can't believe you like moved across the country or like the way that they like talk to me. I'm like, well, you're not understanding the the inner experience that I had, which was I lived in LA for 10 years and like hated it the whole time. And I felt like I couldn't leave. And then all of a sudden, I don't know why it just like, like the door opened and I was able to leave. So it's not like, so why, while it might look like, oh, Sarah lived in LA for 10 years and then she just chose to move to North Carolina. I felt like I was like gearing up. Like I wanted to go, I wanted to go, but I couldn't, I couldn't make that jump. And then all of a sudden the door opened and I was able to go through and that, and the whole process was like extremely graceful. Like I was able to find an apartment. My friend let me stay with her in Nashville for a month beforehand. Like I was able to like get rid of all my stuff really easily. Like just all these things kind of like fell into place that like allowed me to go. And it felt like I was just being like ushered somewhere. It didn't really, even though it was like technically a choice to move to North Carolina, it didn't really feel that way. Like in my experience, that makes sense. So what you're saying is, is that it was almost like before, like when you wanted to go, just like it wasn't the right time in terms of fate, the way the world's supposed to work, it wasn't the right time. And there's like friction, even though you wanted to get there. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as like, suddenly, like when it was the right time, you're just able to do it smooth and easy. Mm -hmm. And the reason you couldn't before was just because it wasn't like, that wasn't the door hadn't opened in this universe or whatever it is. Like you hadn't hit this part where you could now make this transition. Yeah. I almost, so the way I'm thinking of it now, and I think this might be actually what I believe. And again, it's all completely made up. (laughs) I just believe this and I'm happy to have my choices. (laughs) 
is that like, so like, imagine this is like a game board on my hand and okay. pretending everyone can see it. And like somewhere on the game board, there's maybe like a groove that's like the right path that's mm. fate. Yeah. And so like, imagine that's like, it's like an indent on the board. That's a groove. And like, when okay. you're living your life, you can be anywhere on it. And sometimes you're just like living in this place outside of the groove and everything you mm. do is just like tension. And you're like yeah. scraping along the surface. Like, like I just like, I'm <laughs> living my life, but like, it's hard. And like, when you fall into like the right thing, it's easy. And you're like flowing yeah. in, like, like you're flowing with what the world is and like, you're flowing yeah. with like what's supposed to be and what's happening. And you're like, but sometimes you could also be like still living and by the consequences, I guess, of your choices and free will, it's like not natural. And like, yes, it's like moving again. You're like swimming upstream against yeah. what's happening on earth. And you're like, ah, <laughs> that's what I believe. I guess <laughs> you're like, and that's final. Wait, okay, so yeah, let me hear what you have to say about this second um, <laughs> example, which is so that's kind of how I felt when I moved to LA in the first place. It felt like I had made a choice that was like mm-hmm. against the groove, like against like what I really wanted, because what I really wanted, I sort of didn't really know, but I wasn't willing to sit in the unknown and like trust that things were going to work out when I was in New York, I probably wanted to stay in New York. I really wanted to go on like a really long road trip, but I made the decision to go to USM and to move to um, LA, even though that's like not really what I wanted to do, but that was sort of like the easy choice. And then I felt like the next 10 years sort of like had that same energy of like, I made this choice that was sort of like against my own inner desire. (laughs) And then I was like living that out, which was like extremely uncomfortable. And then I also had, um, as like part of that. So like in 2019, I think I was working for Sophie, my ex-stepmom and we, I made that. So like, I was trying to decide, should I work for her or should I go and do this? Like uh, like apprenticeship doing like natural building or whatever. And I really wanted to do the natural building. Like my whole heart, my whole body was like, yes, I want to do this. This is so exciting. This is so fun. Um, (laughs) Like that's what I wanted to do. But then that little part of me was like, don't do that. Go work for Sophie because she's doing this cool stuff. And this is like more of like a once in a lifetime. You can do the natural and building. And that's later. obviously what you should listen to is that tiny, tiny voice <laughs> that goes against your entire body <laughs> and heart. You're like, you know, this little voice. Yeah. This one should, this one's right. So that feels like a choice. So those both kind of felt like big choices. So I chose to work for Sophie. And that blew up in like a couple months. And I always thought, and, but then we had the pandemic. So, you know, I would have been, who knows what would have happened if I had done the apprenticeship. I don't know. It's interesting. Cause I always would think like, oh, I made the wrong choice moving to LA or I made the wrong choice working for Sophie. But then part of me was like, but maybe I, it felt like I had a choice, but my, the choice that I chose was faded. <laughs> Like, that's what I think of too. Like, where I'm like, Mm. could I have made a different choice? Because where I was in my psychology at that time was like needing to learn this lesson about like following my own heart. And I wouldn't have, but maybe I wouldn't have needed to learn that lesson if I had just done, (laughs) if I had just followed it in the first place. But could I have, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I sort of wonder. And obviously in retrospect, I'm like glad that I lived in LA because I like met tons of people that I wouldn't have met otherwise. And I had like all of these experiences and I feel like I grew a lot 
there. I mean, it's hard because it's like we never know what the other option would be. I I guess like now part of me does feel like I think when like Afrin talks about fate and I feel like some other people do, I think like what their core belief is from my understanding of it, even though I avoid it, is almost like we do have like thoughts when we're making choices, but in the end, all we are is like, we're like in a pinball machine that mm-hmm. was like set off before we even had a choice. Like we were born mm-hmm. and just like rocketed forward. And in a way we don't have much of a choice because we just like kind of were thrown into this and everything we do is like based on our personality and our past events and our psychology at that time. That even though you technically like made a choice, like it's kind of what you said, like based on your psychology, there's just like no way you would have made the other choice a different choice at the time like it's just part of where you're at but it's a weird like it's just like a hard way to live that life I feel like if you believe that you almost have to believe that's happening but be like but I'm still gonna be making choices day to day because if I'm just like too aware of being just like projected forward by fate yeah it's hard to make a decision yeah and like how much are like the choices that I mean okay so like the daily choices are an interesting example because we make choices day to day and they seem fairly insignificant. And yet, for exa- like, so there's like a few different versions of this. The choice to, for example, work out or do yoga or something like on a daily basis will have actually like a, a strong impact in the future, most likely. What we eat is going to impact us in the future. So it's like those things which are extremely mundane and are like, who cares? <laughs> but like those, those do, you know, build up to, to having an impact. The other version of that is like, oh, I chose to like go to this coffee shop. That's not like a life-changing event, but sometimes it is a life-changing event. And we never talk about those mundane, like when we talk about fate, like you always talk about like the one day that you had this like one moment, like this day you have something, but no one's talking about like the day-to-day decisions, right? right. It would- you said like do you work out what do you eat every day yeah what time do you wake up (laughs) right which path do you take to work unless like something happens one day on the path and then right it's like faded (laughs) (laughs) especially like oh I usually go to this coffee shop but then I like went to this other coffee shop and like something crazy happened or whatever like it's usually something like out of the ordinary Mm mm-hmm yeah, like you were going to go take this path to work, but then you had to take like a different path because this one thing happened. And when you went on the other path, mm-hmm. you met the love of your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we always think, like our, the love of our life is like just around the corner if we like do the one faded choice that we were meant to make. You know what? I think maybe that's what made my big, tra- not my big transition. Cause it's probably a quiet transition from more of a belief to fate to free will. Cause I think for a long time, especially through growing up, especially through like the media I consumed, I kind of always thought that like one day I'm just going to like stumble upon mm-hmm. something new mm-hmm. or like one day I'm going to be working my job and someone's going to see me and be like, Oh my God, that girl is just so smart and great. I'm going <laughs> to like change her life. You know, like I always imagined like something big was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. I was like outside of my control, like something right. was going to happen. I'm just going to like fall into this big adventure at some point. Right. And I think I always had that belief and it wasn't conscious for a long time. Like I just was always like waiting for the big moment to happen. Yeah. And then one day in my mid twenties, I was like, wait, why, why am I expecting this? <laughs> like, why am I expecting something big to happen? Yeah. And I really don't know why either. I have some guesses, but I don't know. And then I think I was like, oh, life is what I make of it. And I think at some point 
around then is when I made this transition into free will, maybe because whatever I thought was fated for me wasn't happening. I was like, fate. <laughs> I thought like, <laughs> hello, I thought something crazy is going to happen. <laughs> What's happening? Nothing. You're like, where's my agent? Where's my, yeah. Where's my agent or just like, where's my audition room? <laughs> I don't even, like, I think before, obviously like I'm married now, but before like when I was looking for a relationship, like it would be like this kind of me cute, like I expected this like crazy guy to come sweep me off my feet. After I got out of college, I just expected someone to like show up and see me and be like, wow, you're so smart. Do you want to come work for me? And whatever job it was, I'd even have a clear vision of what it was would be like yeah. the perfect job. Yeah. Like they would just come and they would be like, you should be doing this, 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 this. And I'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they would like see talent in me that I didn't have. <laughs> But do you think that that's like, that means that fate doesn't exist? Or do you just think like, that's maybe like not the way that fate works? Because I feel like you I did. Think it's definitely not how fate works. But like you did meet someone and like, yeah, it's not like you met and then you like got married right away. And like you had, you know, your relationship things or whatever. But like, I don't know. Do you feel like you just chose each other and there was like no fate involved? I mean, like, do you feel like that? with me like oh we just met and then we just like chose to stay friends and it was just like a choice like I feel like I can't help but just to be like Sasha <laughs> like I'm just like and also like when I think about my parents were also like our ancestors were in the same place at the same time too <laughs> like you I came here I later but think like of it as like luck yeah, I always okay. call it luck like yeah. I think of it as luck where I'm like wow because I was talking about it recently and I was like oh it's so lucky that like I met Sarah right. at this age and like we happen to be these kind of people yeah but I attribute a lot of it to like luck I it guess lucky but I guess you good luck is like a very easy hop to fate to be honest yeah like what's the difference right? really like it's like a very like quick hop and a like a hop and a step over there but I did I think I said today that I was like I was so lucky that like you know I met Sarah and then I had this like very good friendship from like a young age like 15 or 16 because so many girls I talked to have like really traumatizing female friendships in oh, high school. No. Like, really deeply traumatizing <laughs> oh, no. like it's like, like they have friends and there's like backstabbing and it's crazy and I'm yeah. like oh no like like it's, it wasn't, wasn't like that at all yeah I mean luck in yeah. a way has more of like gratitude built into it I think than fate just has like mm. more um what's that word that I'm looking for like where people just feel like it's like entitled yeah like entitlement exactly. entitled yeah but I, I do think yeah. in terms of when you think about like manifesting in the law of attraction, believing in yeah. fate and believing that things are going to come to you and almost that you're entitled does feel more powerful to me mm. in a way, you know, to believe like this is going to happen to me. I am going to get this. I do think is more powerful yeah. than kind of being a little more wishy-washy of like, maybe I'll get this, but maybe I won't. <laughs> but I'm going to sit on my couch until it comes to me or it doesn't come to me. Until it comes. So I want to bring in a little bit of story from my podcast episode with Melanie Avalon. That was the one that came out right before this. Um, Melanie is an author of a nutrition and fasting book. She's a co-host of the Intermittent Fasting Podcast, a host of the Melanie Avalon biohacking podcast, but I kind of talked to her about 
not about her content, but more about her experience uh, with, you know, her sort of like life and career trajectory and like all of the experiences she's had. And we got in a little bit to this conversation about fate and free will. So go back and listen to that if you haven't, but um, I will sort of recap a little bit of like what I found really interesting uh, about that conversation and, and her experience. And what I thought was really interesting about Melanie was, so she's this person who's like, is really successful and she's obviously made a lot of choices in her life to bring about that success. She's worked really hard. She is, you know, has researched a ton about nutrition. She wrote a book. She started a podcast. So it's like, she's done all of these things that you would say, okay, those are free choice. That's, um, you know, that's her free will to make those choices there. However, she also has had within, within that story, a lot of like what Sasha's calling luck or what I might call fate, where she, you know, wrote and self-published this book. And then she decided that she really wanted to have the book in bookstores. And she found a literary agent that she really wanted that was the agent for all of these other, you know, nutrition experts and biohackers. And she wrote her proposal, which she again, like worked really hard on and sent this proposal. And the agent called her and basically said that she gets 10,000 submissions, unsolicited submissions a year and that she answers two of them and that she was answering Melanie's. So it's like, yeah, yeah, there's there's the free will and the choice to kind of put yourself out there, to write the proposal, to send it off. But then there's like that sort of fate or luck element that is this person you know, choosing her, you know, two out of 10,000. And then when Melanie started the intermittent fasting podcast, she wrote in, you know, a Facebook group, she kind of just put it out there that she wanted to start a podcast and the host of this group had, had literally just been talking about wanting to start a podcast, but didn't know how, or didn't, you know, like know what steps to take. And they started a podcast, the intermittent fasting podcast that you know, changed both of their lives and gave them both tons of exposure and allowed them to start, you know, other things. And, and so it's like all these things like sort of had um, a ripple effect. They were all sort of these key moments that required sort of this mix of free choice and luck or fate or whatever that's like sort of outside of their individual control. So. I don't know when I hear stories like that, (laughs) because obviously a lot of people work hard and maybe it's not met by the universe, like exploding, (laughs) whatever that is. But in my viewpoint, there's a lot of elements of like, what are we learning? What are, what's, I don't know. To me, it feels like meant to be like, I feel like everything that I've experienced where I've been sort of like stopped in my tracks you know, from, you know, I'm like making choices, making choices, putting in the work, and then it like doesn't work out or something like there's been something there for me or some like redirection. And then I've had other experiences where, I mean, maybe it's all random, you know, like it's hard again, like this kind of comes back to like, how are we making meaning out of things? But 
I don't know. There seems to be some kind of like momentum when it feels like we're on the right track or like when, you know, Sasha called it kind of like being in the groove of life or of fate um, and, and kind of being able to get there by making choices. And, and that really resonates with me. Like I, I, I do feel like certain choices that I make do put me in sort of a groove and the universe does meet me. Whereas when I feel like I make choices outside of that groove, it does feel like things are harder and more difficult and that the universe isn't really meeting me. It feels like I'm, you know, treading through sludge or like banging my head against a wall. So yeah, I don't know. There's a big part of me that wants to solve this, like the truth of it. And then there's another part of me that, you know, is willing to relinquish to like, however you feel good about it. (laughs) However, everyone feels good about thinking about this question or not thinking about it, you know, maybe that's really all that's important. But, you know, I do think, I, I guess I do think that like this question and the way that each person relates to it does have consequences in the fa- in the sense of it affects the way that we engage with life. So here is Deidre again. I love that it feels like I get to choose the thing. Yeah. Because that brings pride, that brings sense of accomplishment, that brings excitement to do something. Otherwise, it would just like, if somebody came out today and was like, there's no such thing as free will, and we were all like, oh my God, he's right, or she's right, or whatever. Um, then, you know, then that would also cause a domino effect of. <laughs> Some people would be like, my life is nothing. My life me- is meaningless and I'm just going to go and read the box or some whatever. But like that would further prove that there is no such thing as free will because that led that domino down that way. But like, does it change any reality for you if there is no such thing as free will? Are you going to live your life differently? Like, I, I don't. I still live under the guise that it feels like there's free will and I get to make choices and my choices are yes, based on previous experiences. And it feels like I'm, I'm doing something and that's fun. I am a being that has conscious awareness and my conscious awareness thinks that it feels fun to create and make choice, quote unquote, make choices and do things. And, you know, and sometimes my gut bacteria is like eat more sugar and like, who's making that choice. Yeah, I mean, great point. (laughs) I think it's a much more interesting experience to trust, to be open, to um, explore from a place of I'm choosing to do all of this. I think that it's, I think it's way fun to do it that way. Yeah. And I'm glad that my life circumstances have led me to a place where that is how I interact with the world. Yeah. I mean, from this conversation, I'm like, maybe I should engage more with like choice. (laughs) Yeah. What, like it could be fun. Yeah. You know, it might be. And, and this conversation could be one of the dominoes, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, it's so, it's really interesting, but it's like, you know, the the sensations of choice and 
and experience, even the experience of like, oh, I get so much anxiety around choice. Right. That can be interesting to exist with. You're at the heart of it. We're just conscious beings. Right. Whether there's free will or not, we are conscious beings experiencing the universe. We are the universe experiencing itself. Right. And so, you know, why not try on all the things? After I was in this conversation for a while, after I talked to Deidre and Sasha and was sort of exploring this idea of choice, it sort of sent me into a bit of like an existential spiral just because, well, for a couple of reasons. I think one was I was really questioning my faith. Like I was questioning my, and when I say my faith, like, I'm not like religious. Like when I say faith, it's, it's like the way that I like experience <laughs> reality or like the experiences that I have had, which like in, includes like a spiritual element. And so I don't want, I like, when I say it, I'm like, it's not, I didn't like read the Bible. And I was like, well, the Bible says this. So that's what I have faith in. Like, it's more experiential than that. But I was like having this moment where I was like, well, is the way that I perceive reality like with this trust and this faith and this trust in fate um is like is that kind of bs like it like am i just relinquishing my responsibility am i just relinquishing my engagement in life and like should i be engaging more with making choices should i should i be striving i guess for more? Should I be trying, like, should I be more ambitious? Should I attempt to have more creative control? Like, would that change my experience? Would that change my life? (laughs) And I talked, so I called my friend, or I think my friend Jess, she called me and I kind of told her about, you know, the things that I was thinking about and she has a lot of the same, you know, feelings as I do. Like she even said, you know, I, I don't feel like I make choices. I, or I feel like my choices are faded in a way. I don't really, I don't really feel like I have choice even when I am making a choice, like certain things at the choice point don't even feel like a choice anymore. They just feel like you're going down a road And one of the things, the clips from my conversation with Deidre that I didn't put in this episode was about a labyrinth versus a maze. So a labyrinth is like one path. It looks complicated, but when you're following it, there isn't choice to be made about like which direction to go. It's just one path to the middle and then you can turn around and go back out. And then Deidre said, well, what if you like climb over the hedge or, you know, obviously don't have to follow the path, but um a maze is more, feels like there's more choice. Like you could make a choice that leads you down a dead end. You know, typically with a maze, you're like trying to get to the middle, but there's like different paths and you don't know which one to take. And there are these like forks in the road. And I was kind of thinking, well, is the maze just the perception of having choice? But you know, when you hit that dead end, that's just part of it. And you turn around and like, it's just like a more perceptually complicated situation than a labyrinth, but it's still, there's still sort of only one path. So in some ways it kind of feels like that, where it's like, 
maybe there was a choice, but it, it feel like the experience of life feels less like a like a maze and more like a labyrinth to me with this kind of like fate idea. Like I don't like I said with the you know making the choice to move to North Carolina, for example. Like it, it again, like didn't really feel like I was making a choice. It just felt kind of like I was following the flow of something and. Just brought up this idea of because she was um, reading some dog books um, as she's like working on stuff with her dog, and she brought up this concept of learned helplessness. And I was like, yeah, that kind of resonates. Like, as a kid, not having choices or having these big life decisions made for me that I had no control over, that like really impacted the course of my life. You know, did I learn helplessness? Did, like, or over time of of putting work into things and having them not work out, or or, and then even having you know windfalls of good things and not feeling like I'm putting effort into those, it does make it feel like I wonder, like I don't have that much choice, and is that just learned helplessness? <laughs> um, and I don't know, like that's sort of like a depressing way to look at it, and I think you know, sometimes it does feel like that where you're just like, well, nothing I do has any effect anyway, because like thing, there are so many things outside of my control. But again, that sort of like comes back to the attitude situation where I do feel like we don't have control. Sure. We have control over a lot of our choices within certain circumstances, but the outcomes of those choices are, or the, you know, following circumstances whether they're related to our choices or not, are, I want to say like a hundred percent out of our control. Like, I don't feel like, you know, we can like, for example, like Melanie wrote her proposal that was in her control, but then whether or not that agent responded to her was completely outside of her control. And whether we want to call that fate or not, like that's not free will because because there are other people involved, because there are other things involved. So, you know, Sasha's looking at it as, we're subject to everyone else's choices. We have our choices, but then everyone else has their choices and their choices affect us. Um, yeah, no, Deidre's kind of looking at, at it like dominoes, like everyone's kind of just living out their dominoes. And I kind of look at it as there's a bigger overarching sort of creative energy or creative force that we are all creating and a part of together. And there does for to me seem to be intention in that. And that's maybe my intent. That's like everyone's intention. I think that comes back to who is the I that's making the choice because, you know, like Deidre's looking at it and, and even Sasha mentioned this is the I just you and everything that came before you and everything else that's happening around you. That's one way to look at it. I think for me, I look at the I as like a bigger spiritual like universal I <laughs> um that's not necessarily like me as an individual Sarah like within my body but I as in like this bigger energy of intentionality that exists beyond space and time that has intention has desire has curiosity has learning that kind of co-creates that with with all the other quote unquote eyes or all the other all the other energies of the universe all at once, everything together and individually. So 
I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe I'm just, I'm adding a little bit more complex thinking to this, but that I'm trying to just like explain how it feels to me. Um, so anyway, I went into like a whole <laughs> like existential crisis with this, but I do feel like, you know, I was like really just questioning like my own sense of reality. But then I think it kind of brought me after I talked to Jess, like back into, you know, it's helpful to have someone who kind of validates what you think or, or feels the same way you do. And maybe both of us are like, you know, full of shit, but it kind of brought me back to being like, well, this is just the way that I experience it. I don't know how to change that. I could want to, or desire to have more ambition or create more choice. I don't know that that's really that. I don't know that that is my desire. Like I, I, I like going with the flow of what feels like the bigger universal force that's kind of like organizing everything. That feels like less pressure. Yeah, maybe it's taking less responsibility. And like, that's definitely something that I'm thinking about. And, and I don't want to not engage out of fear that what I, that I won't be able to get what I, the outcome that I want. You know, so I think that is something to sort of be careful with. But I also feel like maybe it doesn't even matter. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I've just had so many experiences that just the outcome of something just doesn't feel at all related to like the effort put in. And that just, to me, disconnects this idea of free will and fate. And maybe like, maybe this question isn't even really like the right question to ask. Like maybe... You know, it feel it does feel a little bit like that this question only exists in a certain, you know, context, a certain social context or a certain spiritual context of the way that we think about life, you know, like we mentioned, like capitalism and um this idea of like destination thinking and, and linear time and all of that. But yeah, it really made me question <laughs> a lot. Um, made me think about a lot, which I'm grateful for. It's like awesome to have these kind of these kinds of conversations, especially when they kind of like pull you in somewhere where you just like did not expect to go. Um, so we'll, we'll finish out the conversation with some final thoughts from Sasha and from me, from our conversation. And I hope you <laughs> enjoyed the conversation. I hope it made you think about something. I hope it didn't make you want to like drive off a bridge and um, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to leave me a rating and a review, that would be awesome. And if you want to share this podcast with your friends, that would be awesome. Otherwise, I will see you next week. I guess I think everything's luck and choice. Like it's like you have like lucky breaks and then it's your choice to like catch them or lose them. <gasps> that's that's scary to me. It is. It's actually really like when I said it, it was scary. <laughs> Yeah, I felt like, like I felt like, oh my God, I probably lost so many lucky <laughs> I feel like we're just gonna leave this conversation being like, either way, it's really scary to be alive. <laughs> either way, it honestly is. Like the only like you hope to have these conversations. So you like you want to have these conversations so you can leave feeling better. Yeah. But sometimes you don't. There's some things that are just like scary that just don't, you know, <laughs> there's some things that like don't have answers. I don't know. I feel like fate is sometimes helpful in like the hardest moments because yeah. we don't know like how, what, how to make sense of those. And it's hard, it's hard to believe that it's just chaos and choice 
when things it's are hard. Scary. It's really it's scary. It's super yeah. scary. It's unpredictable. And then you almost feel like you are a like that you are at the mercy of everyone else's choices. And yeah. that's really, really, really fucking scary. Yeah, it's really it is. scary. As someone that lives in that way, it's very scary. Yeah. Because it is, you're like, I feel like that a lot that I am like at the mercy of everyone else's that's choices. interesting. Because I never really feel like I'm at the mercy of everyone else's choices. I feel like I'm at the mercy of like the universe's choices for me, which feels a little bit different because I have more faith in the universe than I do in other people. (laughs) That does feel, but I've been feeling like I've had over the course of the last few weeks, I think I talked to you about it separately, that I've been feeling like very at the, like just I've been feeling the weight of what everyone else wants Mm. and their like intentions and their needs and their Mm -hmm. decisions like I, for a few weeks, like everyone that talked to me was just trying to like get something for themselves mm-hmm. or like they weren't trying to get something, but they were in a bad mood because of something else. You know, I just like would could really feel everyone else's stories like weighing upon me mm-hmm. and I hated it. It felt bad. It felt so bad. And that's part of, you know, this feeling of like everyone just making their own choices Yeah, and you're at the mercy of them and it's a bad feeling. Well, I guess that's like the problem with free will is that like everyone has free will too. <laughs> that's the problem that's the problem you're like oh your free will is really getting in the way of mine I'm gonna need me to have free will and I'm gonna need everyone else to be fated under my will <laughs> under my I have the number one choice and then you yeah. can just all fall underneath yeah thank you very very much I feel like we both are just like talked our way into like a like a little hell spiral <laughs> we don't know what's going on I'm I don't feel bad about it though like I think it's yeah I like like I think either way too like you feel good with fate like I feel good with I like feeling like I it's like my choices it makes me feel good to be like you know what if I need to make a choice like I like I'm making my choice like it's very important for me to feel that with everything including in work like I just like I have to feel like I'm making the choice to come to work yeah because if I feel like I have to come here. I'm like, why? I don't, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Like I don't have to do anything. No one can make me do anything. And that brings me a lot of comfort to have that. I don't know. It's a big topic. I just start, like just like, both acknowledge it's like a very big Okay. Topic. We don't have to like solve it today. Just between us today. Well, it's like such a hard conversation to have organized, you know, cause it's like, you want to have it like go in this like full flow of like, we bring up free will versus fate and we like each give our case. And right. then we both like have like, well thought out cases and then together we come to like the conclusion of what the answer is and instead we just are like I don't know what's going on we don't know what's happening for an hour and we've just gone in a circle yeah that's it perfect I feel like it's a good start at least